Hello and welcome back. Episode two. Episode two of this short but sensational season of the choice less chosen. New season. New, new season. New year, new season. New heroes. New location. Yes. New ideas. A new new member. New member. Welcome. John. <laughs> Hit the intro. See what your decisions got us? Is the guy still in there? The end! <laughs> so little resolution. I've just had a sneak at this. This is the best. Oh, I'm so scared! <laughs> Let the adventure begin. Crew, once again, we are headed back from a 22 day spacewalk. Oh. We are spacewalk. <laughs> We're not spacewalking yet. We haven't finished the spacewalk. Oh, I guess if you die. Yeah, no, that doesn't... Can you still be an explorer if you die before you get back? I think so. Yeah, right? yeah, like Ed- Edmund Hillary, he got to the top of Mount Everest and then died on the way down, right? But we still we still call him a... I don't sure think he died on the way down. Well, oh, who was the one who died on Mount Everest? Uh, well, lots. But there was that famous one, you know, they recently found his body. All right, anyway, roll it on. <laughs> <laughs> You're rolling back into the glisten, the spacecraft... Glistens in the view of a sun because you're far away nearer. Oh, yeah, you just come back from there's a black hole in the back, like you can see it in your visor, looks quite pretty. It's all fine, gravity doesn't exist. Yeah, that's not how visors work again, but I'll, I'll but buy it. You can it. see reflections in the back. Yeah, you're the reflection. No, but it goes all the way around, so it's like the... a bit. Wait, how so our space helmet is like one hundred percent glass. Just, <laughs> no, it's not how it works. Like I don't buy that. Here, we'll we'll discuss it in the law section of the podcast. That's coming up in the law podcast. I do not buy that. As you look at the the supple curves of the spaceship, All right, yep. yeah, yeah, you spot the broken high power transmitter, which Sam. The communications specialist on this mission, i.e. 27871. Yeah, good mission there. 27871. What? What? <laughs> okay. Can you repeat that, Mikey? 27871. Okay, yeah, good. Right. I'll quiz you on that in the law. Yeah. <laughs> Is that an auto incrementing? <laughs> Save for the law podcast. <laughs> it's based on Unix time. Um, <laughs> That Sam, the the communication specialist, has been bugging you to fix because at the moment the ship just has Morse code back to Earth. Whereas after you get this, you can get the feet of the Olympics. So oh, I, I just love the they... fact that we Sam explicitly asked us to repair this communication device, and we were like, "No, spacewalk first. Like, yeah. I'm just getting the, the idea that we just we just picked a line and we just went up into space for 22 days. Yeah, we didn't do anything. In no, space. no, we were just sort of floating around. We were just banking time. Yeah, get add to our spacewalk and didn't fix the antenna. And I could have fixed it on the way out. Would have counted. Too focused, team. Yeah. You think 22 days could walk itself? No. no. Was it a difficult repair? Well, we're about to find out. Oh, here we go. So decision time. Do you decide to fix? the thing on the way back to so that the crew can have the Olympics. You know, I mean, the Olympics is over now, but I guess they could watch some replays. Mm. Yeah. Well, it takes, it takes time for the communication device to yeah. get stuff back. We're yeah, going to talk yeah. about that in a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And I mean, robot Tony Hawk is going to win his 5,700th gold. <laughs> or to worry about it later, go back, bask in the glory of the 22 days. You're sure that all of your best mates of the space station will be 
thrilled to celebrate. <laughs> particularly Sam. Yeah, particularly Sam. So, decision time. Just going to take some notes for the law podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we go and fix the antenna now on our way back? You know, it's only going to probably ever going to take 20 minutes. Or do we go back in? Well, look, let's, let's, let's fix the antenna so we can get some coverage of the Olympics. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe Sam will be happy with us. Or less mad yeah. that it took us 22 days and 20 minutes <laughs> to repair his, his high-powered antenna. And just left him with Morse code. All right. So, you've, you, you boost yourself over towards the antenna, grab onto the side of it, or there's like a handhold there. You get your lanyard thing, you bolt yourself on, yeah. and you, you look around and you find a, a hatch on the side um, that has a nice um, label on it that says, Warning, high power. Perfect. Yes. Yep. You pull out your utility belt, which has all of the screwdrivers, and you look and you're like, ah, damn it. The star screws. Why would they do this to me? But luckily, you have a scar. So you're claiming star, star screw. screws on this spaceship in the like, future? No, as in star, the ends of the bolts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, noted. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a contentious point of the law, I get a feeling. Same as you get on your iPhone, mate. This is... Can we imagine a future in which Apple have... <laughs> Dominated have the world market. The, the intergalactic spaceship market, maybe? I want just a podcast that tries to explain your shitty law. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it... Star Wars. <laughs> so after the Clone Wars. You know? <laughs> Is that when like all the off-brand iPads and, and shit get too much and Apple, Apple has to go to water to win back its IP? <laughs> so you, you open up the case, right? Take the thing off. You know, you put it somewhere over there. I don't know how that stuff works. Maybe you've got a bag. Mm-hmm discuss later yeah. um and you see inside there are two cords one is black and one is white and then there is two terminals and you notice that the people back on earth when they built this spaceship at the big spaceship factory yeah mm-hmm. nasa boffins yeah they didn't even bloody wire it right it's, it's not even connected it's pretty shitty and you're like okay well black and white cords that should be easy but then you look at the terminals red and green team Oh, no. I'm just impressed these incompetent engineers could engineer a spaceship to get all the way out there. <laughs> We've come so far. So decision... And, and there's no there's no notes. And no, I, I wouldn't expect. And, and you're, you're pretty fed up. You've decided you're getting this done. So you're connecting it one way or the other. What's the worst that could happen? So decision time. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Are we doing black to red? And white to green? Or we think black to green, white to red? I think black and red go together. I was going to say black to green. (laughs) What the fuck have black and green got to do with each other? Well, I don't know. Like, black black to red just seems like maybe that's the danger. The danger zone. (laughs) Positive and negative together at last. (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right. um, We'll go with that one. So so which one are we going with? Black and green. Black to green. Okay. I don't remember what the other... What was white and... What was the other colour? White and red. White and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you collect the black to the green. Nothing happens. Oh, yeah, then good. you put the white into the red terminal and you're just p- turning the... Uh, the screws? The screw and it make contact. 
and there is a flash of light from the cabinet. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Explosion. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good thing the laws of physics don't apply. <laughs> yeah. Both from the, from the cabinet, but also from the dish. The dish also just, like, bang, explodes, so, right? So we've just nuked... Yeah, we've fried the fuck out of the comps. All right. Done. <laughs> Gone. We're on strict Morse code comms from here on in. So we had one job to do. It was almost like... And we a, messed it up. And it took us 22 days to do it. 22 days and 20 minutes. <laughs> but it was like a flash of light. It wasn't like... Sorry, when I said an explosion before, it wasn't like an explosion in terms of like that it fried. But it was an explosion that almost like a pulse went out. Oh. Here we go. No, maybe we fixed it then. This changes everything. you feel quite faint. You're like... Oh, and then you sort of slowly come back to it. But did we, we, did we fix the antenna? Like... That's what we need to know now. <laughs> well, I mean... We don't know. Maybe. We do not have that level of specialised knowledge, <laughs> clearly. So, Train seems like we don't have any, any knowledge, really. No. So, at this point, we decide we're in too deep. Yeah. We screw... The, uh... <laughs> this, this is the point here. <laughs> not on the 22-day spacewalk yeah. near the black hole. Not on, <laughs> not on the point where your delirium let you see the black hole through the fucking curved glass of your visor. <laughs> oh, no. The, the full fishbowl. <laughs> the full fishbowl <laughs> visor. you are wearing. Which somehow your head is translucent and you can see through. For 22 days. <laughs> yeah. So we unclip our lanyard, we head back to the airlock, take off our spacesuit, punch back in. And wait, 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 give me a We go into the airlock first and then we take the spacesuit off. Yeah. Do we depressurize? Yeah, we depressurize. All right. those things. <laughs> I was worried. Sorry. I mean, there's a procedure to be followed here. <laughs> Safety I don't first. describe every single movement and event that happens in this world. All right, well. Just so you know. So you come back in, you meet, what's the name? What's their name? Sam. No, Chris, the captain. Chris. Chris, the captain, comes in. He's like, welcome back, spacewalk. I see that you've broken the record. Congratulations. Although we are still mighty pissed that you haven't fixed the comms. But, mm. yeah. I mean, whatevs. It's all right, Chris. You know, we're just heroes. Yeah, like, well, what are you going to do, Chris? Like, Fight we're the me. only ones that can go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're the only ones who can go outside. We have the only... Um, uh, with space suit. Yeah. You're clearly hyper-dependent on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and but at this point, you're a bit riddled by guilt of what you've just done with the comms, especially when Chris has just brought it up, being like, well, I mean, the antenna is all we really need. You're like, well, about <laughs> that, Chris. No, but decision time. Yeah. Do you tell Chris about the antenna? About, sorry, yeah, that it's, that you have, that it, yeah. what happened, that you linked it up and then there was the flash or you just ignore it alright well fuck you Chris <laughs> we're, we're, we're ignoring it no well, we don't know anything's gone wrong oh, well for all we know we fixed it fine maybe that pulse was yeah, supposed to that was, that was that was part that was sending back the like the broadcast pulse yeah exactly that was the mission success pulse. That was the eagle has landed of our generation. Maybe it was just the test pulse. So, like, the engineers, when they corrected it the right way, when they should have connected it back on Earth. Yeah. And they told them, yeah, signal's good. Like, if we connected it the wrong way, we probably just would have died. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so what's the decision? Hell no. no not telling no. Okay. So, you decide not to tell. And just at that moment, you look at Chris again, and up till now, you've been quite distracted, but you realise that Chris is in, like, quite strange fancy dress. 
you know, I guess I had been gone for 22 days. But just as you're about to ask a question about that. Wait, what? Like, like feather in the hat fancy dress? No, or? we're talking full... We're talking cultural appropriation fancy dress yeah. here? Or are we talking... <laughs> we're talking like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chris is dressed as a leprechaun. <laughs> so we are talking. Okay. But we didn't notice that on the way in. Like, we weren't walking down the corridor and we're like, oh, hey, Chris, why are you dressed as a leprechaun? Like, well, it's sort of like Chris has taken off the, the head part of it. So it's just like sort of from neck down leprechaun and holding the thing in. Like a pot of gold? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just as you're about to be like, what the hell is going on? There is like. Red flashing lights and alarms being like beep, beep, yeah, beep. Like red Trust alert. me, party alarms. <laughs> <laughs> the party specialist? He's dressed like a leprechaun. Like. And Chris looks a bit worried and you like run towards the, uh, the sort of main mission control room. And as you're about to get there, CIC. The, the, com- the ship computer starts speaking to you and it says, ship approaching. Wait, is it speaking to me? To the whole crew, to the ship. It says, it's like, what alarm. You, what do you think the ship, ship sounds approaching. like? Probably something like that. Yeah, it's got a human voice, humanoid voice. So like, guy's voice, girl's voice, or in between? No, it's probably programmable. Okay. Depending on the preference of the crew. Actually, that was a big... I mean, because it took you a year to get there, and that was a big discussion point for that year. Yeah, so yeah, as it would be. we're on like a week on, week off between <laughs> Siri and uh, yeah, yeah, you've got and, and male Google. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> you've got June. June is your choice. <laughs> all right. So you all, fine. around the same, same time that you and Chris jump into the control room, everyone else also comes in and they're also all wearing inexplicable fancy dress. But it's no time to discuss that. Oh, no. I... There's no time, John. I think there should be some time to discuss. I mean, half a second. Hey, guys, what's going on? At the very worst, are you not now panicking like, well, fuck, I didn't bring my fancy dress (laughs) costume on the spacecraft. I'm going to look like an idiot now. (laughs) What are we wearing? We're just our, like, sort of... Well... I guess you'd have to... Answer carefully, Michael. I will fuck you on this. <laughs> I guess you would have to consult the canon to determine what is worn inside of a spacesuit. Michael, in this case, you are the fucking canon, all right? <laughs> You're wearing, like, equivalent of pyjamas. Like Long John's kind of yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're dressed as a spacewalker. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> That's acceptable. And so... You're all standing there, and you're like, "Where? Are, what is going on? And all of a sudden, you have the black hole in front of you, and sort of around the black hole, a ship is approaching. Around? Sort of around, yes. Okay. And it's coming fast. Unhumanly fast. Oh, ships do that. Because they're not humans. <laughs> <laughs> Faster than any ship that the humans that you were aware of have ever made. We're we're really going to have to discuss the speed of our spaceships in the the (laughs) canon podcast. (laughs) Great point. What is the fastest (laughs) human spaceship that we've seen? (laughs) Considering it took you a year to get to a black hole, you can use that as a point of reference. Let's add that to the list. We'll have to find out where the fastest black hole is. So it comes and it... um, 
It comes around the black hole and it stops, just sort of like still some distance from you, but quite far away. And it it looks, not only did it move with unhuman-like speed, it also looks unlike any spaceship that humans have ever You're really made. opening yourself up to a whole world of pain <laughs> here, Michael. <laughs> Are we talking like square or, or oblong? Like I've heard of a lot of shapes. <laughs> sort of like an inverse sphere. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Here we go. Yeah, okay. I like yeah, it. Good. Good. And then sort of, if you look at it for one second, it looks red. But the next second, it's blue. Oh, <laughs> no, I've seen that before. <laughs> you can't trick me. And so... Everyone's like, well, what do we do? We have no protocol for first contact. Clearly, this is an alien ship. Clearly. That's a reasonable assumption to jump to, yeah. Yeah. And in the back of your mind, you're like, this is a fair coincidence that I just sent out this little light. Did we accidentally contact the aliens? Twist. Four minutes later, this alien ship has just arrived at our ship. I, w- I want to put an aside here that I'm, I was legitimately surprised by that. I did not put those two things together. Changes the decisions you make. The world, oh, We've got him. This is the best. So Chris takes charge and says, okay, team. As I see it, there are two options. And you know, Chris means business. There are only now two options. Either we try and negotiate and have contact with these aliens. Yeah. Or we try and destroy them. <laughs> it's so bold. The fire first, no questions Like We've been out here without any high-vis comms, right? We've over the past 22 days, like, we've met with aliens, we've developed this awesome peace treaty, and then we're about to fucking shoot them first out of the sky. My, my favourite part is how, obviously, this is an explorer ship. Yeah. And we've gone to this black hole at, at some speed. We'll discuss the speed later. <laughs> and then we don't have any protocol for first contact, except all guns blazing. So our explorer ship is heavily armed for just this scenario. But no protocol for first contact situation. No, no the captain's doing this on the fly. What kind of fucking pants on fire mission is this? Are we even authorised by the boffins at NASA? Is this a real mission? Don't, don't disrespect the mission. What is the mission? What is the point of this it's mission? It's science near a black hole, man. Oh, I just carry a big... Big set of guns, just in case we happen to come across. We haven't talked about the guns yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So you got me. So Chris says, "Okay, we go to a vote team." No. So Chris, no. No. Chris, the actionable captain, no. hierarchy structured. He's going to put this one to a vote. Chris, Chris the leprechaun captain, who's like the only option we, we have, is to fucking shoot bird. Is that to throw to a vote? I think not. No, contact or shoot first. These are the decisions. Well, it's fucking captain, captain's reign, mate. Oh, I'm wearing the leprechaun suit. Wait, what if they want... no one's questioned this yet. We were just like, yep, they're wearing their costumes. This has happened... Fuck. Can I, can I put a theory out there? If Chris wasn't wearing a leprechaun suit, they probably would have just made the decision. It's the, it's the real fear of the leprechaun suit. Okay. So, decision time. So, wait. Everyone splits up. 
Yeah. Half of the crew goes to one side of the room, wants to talk. The other half wants to light this other ship up. You are the deciding vote. Fuck, that's coming. And no one talks during this process. No, it was just shuffling. That was no, they all just uh, knew. knew. <laughs> but wait, there's... So wait, there's two of us, though. But we only count as one, so we have to Is Chris on agree. one side or the other? Chris is Chris. Chris is leaving it to the to the. Chris is split, and so Chris is leading it, okay. leading it to the to the crew to break. And now it has come to you. Decision time. Do you think the aliens are friendly, and you want to talk with them somehow? But I mean, of course, that would give Sam, the uh, communication specialist, all the glory. Fuck. Or do you think these aliens are dangerous, and we need to fire first? And get them before they get us. Let, let's let's rewind the situation here. So we might have called these aliens to yep. to the ship, yep. which I find the most believable point at the moment because we're still ignoring the fact that the crew uh, are in costume right now. Yeah, and, and we cannot clarify with them <laughs> why that they are not in costume. This is high stakes, guys. <laughs> Super it's high stakes. The aliens have, have warped in, come in, whatever, I don't know. We, we have to decide in the law what, what propulsion what terminology. system yeah, yeah, that's right. So they've come in, but they haven't fired on us yet. Yeah. So it might be safe to presume yeah. that they're peaceful, they want to talk, or they're responding to our signal. So I think what, what we ought to do is take advantage of their weakness. <laughs> and we need to come in all guns, guns blazing. blazing. John, claim this territory. This this black hole is ours. Yeah. You you had me from the moment you started talking. <laughs> you convinced me, and then you completely screwballed me, and you convinced me even further. <laughs> okay, I'm with it. So we're firing first. You turn to the crew, and you're like, okay, wh- how do we do this? And um, and why are you wearing those costumes? <laughs> and Max, who is in charge of ship upkeep, is like, well, luckily. The escape pod is rigged with explosives. So <laughs> why? Why would they rig the escape pod? That's going in the law. Explosives. That's not the place where you want to have explosives. That is going what? straight what? to the law. What is this ship in this mission? <laughs> this is so unsanctioned. It's like amateur hour. <laughs> no, but real lucky now. So um. <laughs> and he's like, just... they're like, what if someone tries to escape in the escape pod? We'll just blow it up. <laughs> so, so you line it up, and you're like, okay, that's gonna work. But how can we do it? And everyone's like, okay, well, we don't have remote comms with the escape pod because we don't have the high frequency comms or these things to to trigger the explosive. So we have two options: either we do it on a timer, or someone has to go in there. And trigger the explosive. Can I just say, we totally have the capability because you've said before in the past <laughs> that we still have local comms. We do, but it's just, it's not patched through to the explosive. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, decision time. In the back of your mind, you know that you have brought this spaceship. Yeah, ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs> ride or die. Do you decide to volunteer to go and trigger the explosives? Absolutely not. Mission success? <laughs> what happened to ride or die? 
Yeah, we make someone else ride and die. <laughs> no one, no one else has volunteered, and no one has asked to volunteer. It's just you. But surely there's an escape pod specialist <laughs> on, on this flight whose job it is to, to, to man the explosive escape so pod. Human sacrifice specialist. <laughs> Like a red shirt, like disposable. <laughs> well, okay. I, I feel like if you've so got... Just, guys, do, we've got to decide. Do we let them fire with the timer or do we volunteer to go ourselves? All right, timer. All right, all right no ride or die. <laughs> it's going to be fine. All right, we'll set it on the timer. The escape pod launches and you're looking at your watch being like, oh, 10 seconds... Nine seconds, and it's going beautiful. So in these eight seconds, can we ask why the fuck they're wearing those costumes? <laughs> we got time. We're not doing anything else. No, we can't. Everyone is... Everyone is... <laughs> okay, <learning>. okay. <laughs> it's going... It's beautifully headed towards. And you're like, yes! It's going to make it. But all of a sudden, you're like, just a second. It's going past, and there's still, there's still three seconds left. Uh, physics oh, doesn't oh, apply. No. We forgot that physics doesn't apply in space. We set the timer wrong. The escape pod flies past, it goes to zero, and it explodes beautifully. Uh But it does not hit the alien ship. It's fine. Warning shot. Warning shot past the bow. And the last thing you know (laughs) is the exploding ship as the aliens destroy your spaceship. (laughs) And and everyone on board dies. (laughs) We never got to find out out the costumes. costumes. Dimension Media.